0: Join me right now is newly signed UFC featherweight Mike Grundy. What's going on, Mike?
1: All oh, good. How's yourself?
0: Good, good, man. Uh, let's jump right into it. You know, your last fight was versus Fernando Bruno at Espera FC 58 in Brazil. You won the featherweight title. Were you surprised it took so long for you to get signed by the UFC?
1: Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long time coming
0: the UFC you know I mean I've got a good record I've been around
1: on the scene a scene a bit you know I've got a good wrestling background for credentials in wrestling Uh but you know it's here now and I'm, I'm excited to fight about the 16th you know I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna go out there with, with everything I've got and get the win what were the emotions like other than being excited when you finally got the contract for UFC London
1: yeah well it's a dream come true for me you know it's something I've always that I've always been working for since since I started fighting, even my amateur career, since I started fighting, I always knew that I would be in the UFC, and that's where I wanted to be. You know, the pinnacle of MMA, the, the top level of MMA. That's where I always wanted to be. And when my coach told me that I, I've got a contract, you know, I was um, it was an emotional time.
0: It was it was uh, it was amazing for me. Now that you are going to make your UFC debut, has something mentally changed? Has something mentally clicked with you, or is it the same attitude going into the UFC?
1: I mean, I've always been professional and um, had a gratitude towards any fight that I've gone into, into or any, any kind of competition I've gone into, but the UFC just kind of sparks sparks a little bit more. You know, it's um, it's something a little bit bigger and you kind of just, you have that bit more fire in your belly to, 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 to get out there and, and perform. Training's harder, you know, and um, everything's bang on, you know, but it, it does spark you up a little bit more.
0: It's been almost sixteen months that you've been outside of the cage, out of competition. How have you kept your mind focused? Yeah, yeah, I have. I mean,
1: I was supposed to fight in Pancreas in uh, Japan and, uh, the, towards the end of last year, but due to an injury, I couldn't fight. So I have had camps, and you know, I've been involved with Darren's camps, uh, Darren Till's camps. You know, fighting Tyrone Woodley for the title. So I was involved with that. So. Obviously, I've stayed fit, and I've stayed. I've been training and mentally, kind of preparing myself always to be ready to fight. So it just unfortunately, I couldn't fight in pancreas. But the way we train and how tough it is, then I'm ready. You know, there's going to be no ring rust.
0: Being a part of Darren Till's camps, has that helped you make an easier transition to preparing for the UFC?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've always been in some of the other lads' corners, like Terriette and Paul Sass. Uh, people like that, so I've always been in and around the UFC, so getting that experience of walking out in front of that kind of crowd, even though it's not for me, you kind of vision it for yourself sometimes to because to, you know you what know, it feels like when you go out there and compete, But and then obviously walking out for the title with Darren in Vegas, sorry, in Texas, um, you know, it was, it was a special moment, and I kind of visioned it as to how I would feel when I come out, so all that kind of experience, and training at the UFC PI Centre for Three four weeks uh, was also very good. Being around all the athletes and, and being treated treated like a, a UFC fighter was was nice as well. So I've got a lot of experience in that in that sense as well.
0: Training at the PI in Las Vegas was that an eye opening experience with all that technology going on? Yeah,
1: the, the facilities are amazing. The best facilities I've ever been in, and I've been in a lot of different facilities in the world with my wrestling career as well. But that's the best I've ever ever been in. You know, the recovery uh,
0: is unreal. Uh, the facilities, obviously, you know, just the, everything is, is kind of perfect, really. Yeah, you mentioned your background in wrestling. You have an extensive background in freestyle wrestling. What aspects have benefited you the most transitioning into a career in MMA from wrestling?
1: Yeah, I think definitely the grappling, the grappling side of things.
0: Uh, I took to that. I took that to that a little bit more, obviously, and uh, I picked it
1: up really, picked it up really quick. Uh, I, I, I definitely said the, the grappling side of things. What wrestling brings to fighting is it's just a mentality that wrestlers have as well, you know They used to being uncomfortable. They used to be in um, in tough situations getting ready to wake up, getting ready to perform a lot So I think there's a lot of mental attributes that come from wrestling that that transfer over to MMA as well We're always tough.
0: We're always ready ready to fight Wigan and Lay and wrestling club. How big of an impact has that place been for you throughout your life?
1: Oh, it's massive, you know, what I mean I I, um, I was brought up wrestling in Wigan and I also now coach a bunch of kids freestyle wrestling so I kind of pass my knowledge on to them and um, you know what I've not I've not actually coached them for um, a couple of months due to me getting ready for the UFC but I actually do miss them and miss coaching the kids it's kind of a bit of downtime for me coaching the kids but uh, Wigan, Wigan Lee Wrestling Club you know it's a big wrestling wrestling town a lot of good um, catch wrestlers that come from, from Wigan it was uh, big back in the days and you know I, I'm Happy to go and represent that kind of thing, you know, as well. So, and go, go to the big stage and, and show off wrestling in, in, in our
0: country. It must be a huge inspiration for the kids at the club since you are making your UFC debut and you're a coach there, someone that they could touch and feel and see, you know, accomplish something big in their life. It, it must inspire them. It,
1: yeah, if I can see, you know, the kids are very happy, they're very supportive towards me, you know, even though I'm not fortunate much at the but they're, uh, they're all sending me messages and, and being very supportive. But yeah, like you say, it's what's most important is the fact that they you now feel that they can do something similar or something better even than what I've ever done and, and concentrate on a goal and a dream. And, and what I always tell them is if you've got a dream, just work hard, train hard and never give up on that dream. And that's something that I've always done. I'm, I'm kind of living proof of that. Uh, there's been a lot of times I could have turned around and said, you know what, I'm going to give up and I'm going to get a job and, and be... Uh, a general guy, but I kind of I never give up, and this is what I tell the kids. And hopefully, you know, they listen, they they follow the
0: dreams, and that's important. I think to have a role model in in sport. All right, let's move it on to your promotional debut at UFC London. You're facing a fellow Brit, Nad Narimani. He's two zero in the UFC. Have you had any interactions with him around the regional scene?
1: Yeah, I have once. Um, I mean, I've always kind of had my eye on him because he's the same way. He was the Cage Warriors champion and he, he was he was in the UK scene. So I'm always going to keep my eye on my opponents or future possibly opponents. But I, I did come across him. I took like 10, 12 kids to a, a seminar, a wrestling seminar in Bristol, where he was from. And it was with Lee Kemp, the American guy who's uh, actually alpha male now. He's, uh, he was known as a good wrestler and he obviously beat Dan Gable, Lee Kemp. So... I wanted to give the kids kind of a day out, so I drove them all to Bristol to to, to do a, to do a seminar with him, and, and Nad kind of turned up as well. And um, you know, we we never had no bad words. You know, we just kind of said I and that was it really. And and then obviously a few a few a few months down the line, we you know we matched up to fight in the UFC. So it's funny how things work out. It is, yeah, you know. But I have always had my eye on on him because he he is he is a prospect in the UK scenes, and so was
0: I. So. We kind of always it to come around, so I'm kind of ready for it. In preparation for this fight, where have you been working mostly?
1: Everywhere. I've not changed much, really. I've, I've,
0: I've, I mean, my training's always hard anyway, and I'm always kind of fit all
1: year round. But, you know, I'm I'm ready everywhere, and I, I'm good, you know, I'm good at everywhere. I know a lot of people only see my wrestling, but
0: everything's in place. Who have you been working closely with to prepare for Naramani?
1: Well, my coach, Colin Aaron,
0: um, you know, he, he's the main coach at Team Carbon, and,
1: and I've, I've worked a lot with him. I train a lot with Darren, and there's a, lot, a bunch of other guys who's um, the pro fighters, amateur fighters who's coming through, who's, who's also very good. So, yeah, you know, we, training camp's been really good, because Darren's obviously on the main on, on the main event and the same card, so atmosphere's been really good. A lot of lads have been in coming training with us,
0: so, you know, vibes have been good in training. Yeah, the atmosphere must be really intense because you guys are both fighting on the same card. You're having big fights. He's in the main event. You're making your debut. How has that like propelled both of you to, you know, push harder?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, pushed, it's pushed us both on. We've been supporting each other and pushing each other through the sessions because you know the sessions can be really hard at Team Carbon and you know trading two, three times a day, and it, you know we're spurring each other on and it, and it helps. To be honest, it helps helps a lot.
0: You're debuting in front of your friends, your family, your countrymen. Would you have it any other way?
1: I wouldn't. know. I did get offered to fight on Prague beforehand, uh, but you know we managed to to get get the London card, which is what we really wanted. Um, you know I would I would have obviously I would have took Prague if if I had to, but obviously to go in London and fight at the same time as Darren's going to fight. You know we're good friends, and to fight at the same time as Darren's going to fight, and also. Where all my family and friends can get there and support me because, for me, it's kind of special because my last few fights have always been in in Japan or Brazil and I've only ever took my dad, you know, and and, and one time when I went to Japan I took my friend, so I've not really had much support when for the last couple of fights. So now to get a big crowd behind me, it,
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be good. I'm gonna feel their energy. People will automatically compare you to Darren Till, but what exactly separates you from him?
1: Uh, well, me and Darren's probably more like chalk and cheese. We're totally different, you know. He's um, he's got a different personality to me. I'm a bit more quieter, you know. He's very vocal, but you know, even styles are different. I'm more of a wrestler. He's more of a stand-up guy. But uh, we kind of get on and make it work because, you know, what I mean, even for training, because obviously we talk, we're opposite, so we're opposites. I'm gonna always try and take him down. He's gonna try and keep me standing.
0: We work well together and
1: we work hard together.
0: What type of performance are you expecting out of yourself on March sixteenth?
1: I'm expecting a performance of the night bonus.
0: I would like that, you know. what I mean, that's that's my goal. That's
1: uh, so why I'm expecting a performance of the night bonus.
0: In the main event, you know, your teammate we mentioned him earlier, Darren Till is going to face Jorge Masvidal, which is a insane fight, incredible yeah, fight. Not- no matter what happens, what are your thoughts on this matchup?
1: I think for the fans, it's amazing. You know, I think it's one of the best, if not the best, uh, main event that London's ever had or UK's ever had. So it's going to be special for the fans. I think
0: that's a very, very good fight. One last question before I let you go. You know, I talk to fighters from all over the world. You know, they have different choices or selections in music that they like to listen to during training camp. What is your? What are some artists you recommend to the, your fans or people listening?
1: Um, I mean, music that I usually listen to is just something that reminds me of something that's been good in my life, so a happy time in my life or something that I've done good or something that kind of reminds me of part of my training, so I don't really have any specific music that I have, uh, but I mean, the one I'm probably listening to now is, not not know, but is Oasis, Wonderwall, mm. so I'm, I'm a bit unsure, I don't if I'm going to come out to that yet, but a lot of the fans will like it and and I think they maybe sing along to it, but is oasis wonderwall is one i'm listening to a lot at the moment
0: you know you can never go wrong with the classic
1: no it's a classic yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right march 16th ufc on espn plus five london you make your debut thank you for your time mike and uh good luck to you
1: yeah thanks for the interview man appreciate it a lot